The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. nerds discover your geeky haven with twink.com we've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms we carry top brands from disney funko marvel and dc star wars harry potter and much much more we also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else with all these collectible goods you're definitely gonna need a bigger boat Come geek out with Twink.com during February to celebrate Anime Month. We're celebrating with new items from top animes, including Demon Slayer, Naruto, My Hero Academia, and more. Use code WINGEEKS15 for 15% off your order. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. Maybe an exhausting episode. Or we're exhausted. Uh, we are the, the exhausted duo. Exhausted dashing duo. Who needs beauty sleep? <laughs> I, I will say... Uh, Joining me tonight, one half of the dashing duo. Um, trying to pull one of yours, one of yours again from uh, from keepers. I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this. It ain't easy. No, it's not easy. <laughs> he, my, he's my. No, uh, how do I do this? <laughs> I know what I want. He's my star to my cruiser. Since I'm working at the Star Cruiser. <laughs> No, sure. Yeah. No, no, no. He's my hyper to my space. No, 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 no. He's my co-host who just recently had a birthday last week. Derek, how's it going? That's me. <laughs> See, I I do that. That's how I do it. Except I do that before we start recording. I start I going. Oh, let's see. Um, <laughs> he's my R two to your. He's the R two to my D two. <laughs> 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 I'm getting yelled at by Zoe. Stop it. The chew with your jokes. vodka. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now she's going to never become a comedian. Hence why we podcast. <laughs> Says as close as we get. Sure. <laughs> Kids will never understand. Oh, wait. That was parents never understand. Oi. So uh, check out the homepage so over on WeBeGeeks.net. Supporting our affiliates and sponsors supports us. Uh, also, too, as you heard in our opening tag, go to toink.com. Use code WINGEEK15 
And I swear, Monday, I am getting the Toink logo up on the three websites with the current promotion code. I've been saying this for so long, but go to the site, use code WINGEEK15 for 15% off your purchase, free shipping in the continental US. And they have become a new sponsor. Promise it works. They have become a new sponsor and a new friend of the show. And uh, yeah, we we may be doing more with them throughout the future. Like I got mentioned. I hope so. I got to contact Summer, let her know. Mm. Can you believe it or not? Uh, this week's Wookiee Radio is episode 247. So we're about to hit 250 on Wookiee Radio. Really? Yeah. Wow. Can you believe that? No. 250 episodes in, in just less than six years. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this show is episode for us. What is this episode? This will be episode 424 for us. Well, we're going to hit 450 this year. Since we're talking about boot, is my Canadian <laughs> a boot, boot um, anniversaries and such? I'll have to mention on this week's episode because I forgot last week um it has now been officially five years that i have been doing we've been doing keepers of the fringe wow congrats episode what thank you you know what episode two 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 twenty something two twenty actually i think really let me double check that two twenty two so we'll be doing two twenty three this weekend okay so not not that far behind well of course, I say not far behind Wookiee Radio, but when Wookiee Radio started, we did every other week. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't last long. Nope. I barely remember that now, but yeah. <laughs> then we tried to do two in one night. <laughs> that was yeah, an adventure. Was, I don't know what we were thinking with that one. What were we thinking? <laughs> I think we were thinking we could do two two episodes a week and then release them weekly. Yeah. Because of source or radio, we were going to try and do an interview show one for the first week and then a new show for the other. Yeah. Or vice versa. But it didn't work out either. Yeah. Best laid plans and all that. I think that lasted what? A month, two months. If that, yeah. If that, then it, it just became weekly. I think. Yeah, we broke down. We were just like, you know what? We're just going to have to do it weekly. I think we also said to our spouses, our wives all said, why don't y'all just do it weekly at this point? <laughs> Probably. So, yeah. <laughs> Fun there. Um, okay, so I've got collectibles and streaming. We've and all got collectibles. <laughs> we do. I showed you guys my latest over on Wookiee Radio this week. <laughs> Great bargain it was. Um, so I got collectible stories. I've got streaming stories. And I've got a story about stories. So what direction Whoa. do you want to go first? Oh, left. <laughs> uh, let's go collectibles, I guess. Collectibles. All right. These... Uh, Kid has just the kid has just signed her death warrant. She fired a nerf gun at me while we're trying to do a show. I don't think she realizes what that means to her now. Uh, 
Coming from the Pop Insider, our friends over there, um, the Noble Collection has welcomed several new fandoms into the Toy Lectables world, featuring characters from Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Avatar The Last Airbender, Jurassic Park, and E.T., and more. They have a new line of bendable figures that will expand from Game of Thrones, E.T., SpongeBob, SquarePants, Rugrats, Avatar, Last Airbender, Despicable Me, as well as what they've already, uh, horror icons from Chucky, Halloween 2, Saw, and other gory favorites. Uh, also, more characters from DC, Gremlins, Star Trek, and Universal Monsters will roll out this year. Uh, they will also be launching a new plush collection, which will include an interactive headwig and an interactive sorting hat. Potterheads can find more than 100 Wizarding World products from the manufacturer thanks to its long-standing partnership with Warner Brothers Consumer Products. In addition, fans of E.T. can celebrate the 40th anniversary of E.T. with a collector plush, an interactive plush that says phrases from the film. 40 years! No way! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Noble Collection is also partnering with Minecraft to create props, replicas, Prop replicas and collectibles launching closer to the holidays. The rest of the products will launch throughout the year. This sounds cool. Hmm. I mean, I knew I mean, it's great to see Noble Collection expanding the Bendy Fix. I mean, yeah, and they're going in some interesting directions too. Yeah, I I think it's awesome that it's uh with the bend with the Bendy Fix. Say you want ET. Or say you want one of the grim ones, you could pull him out of the package and leave him as is, or you could pose him and you don't see any joints or anything, but you could pose him to how you want. Yeah, and it when you what I like is when you typically when you say bendy figs, you think of these cheap little rubber things, but these these look pretty cool. These are, are high quality. Zoe's got a Harry Potter one. Oh yeah. And it's yeah. it's great quality. And the cards they come on look Amazing. Hmm. Absolutely amazing. So I might have to pick me up some. Uh then to continue on, also celebrating 40 years is G.I. Joe and wow. Hasbro. Let me see. There there is a new supply drop of new merch. 1980. <laughs> 1982 was a big year for toys as Hasbro changed the game with G.I. Joe. I yes. will say so because, yes, I was still collecting Star Wars figures at that time. I was like, G.I. Joe, uh, I could bend the knees. I could bend the elbows. <laughs> I could rotate at the elbows to make them hold guns better. The articulation was amazing back then. Mm-hmm. Just the only problem was if the O-ring broke, <laughs> trying to find the right size O-ring to replace it with. <laughs> uh, I just threw mine away. <laughs> I went to I went to Home Depot and bought new O-rings. <laughs> um, so, um, of course, there was the cartoons, the comic books, games, and other cool merch that we enjoyed as kids. And I say we enjoy because Derek and I were at the age when these came out 40 years ago. Yes, and I was a huge G.I. Joe fan. Huge. I I loved mixing G.I. Joe and Star Wars all the time. I mean, I had Luke flying my Sky Striker. Ah, nice. or, or flying the the uh, the Cobra. What was the Cobra A-10? The Fang? The Rattler. The Rattler. Rattler. The Fang was the helicopter. 
my complaint was I couldn't put I couldn't use all my figures, all my Star Wars figures with all the G.I. Joe stuff because they couldn't bend the articulation. <laughs> um, my co-host on Keepers of the Fringe, Chris, he used to come over my house with three trash bags full of G.I. Joe stuff. Holy crap. Yeah. And the only problem was we took so long setting it up that we didn't want to play after. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll just leave it here and we'll play tomorrow. <laughs> and then all the creative thought of what you were going to do was gone mm-hmm. um so during a nearly two hour long live stream event hasbro's gi joe team kicked off a 40th wow. 40th anniversary celebration for the brand unveiling a whole host of new toys games comics and collectibles that will that fans can look forward to for the next year or so Unsurprisingly, the presentation leaned heavily into the current six-inch scale G.I. Joe classified series. Good luck finding those. Yes. Um, I've been trying. <laughs> I have I have seen a Cobra Commander. I have seen Roblox. I think that's been about it. I have a Cobra Commander. I want a Cobra Commander. But it's not the first one that came out. There were three in the first. Mm, sure, yeah. Um, but included are some new three and three quarter inch retro collection action figures, three and three quarter inch O-ring action figures. Oh, geez. And the line <laughs> of three and three quarter inch reaction figures produced by Super 7 under license. Mm-hmm. Um, updated. So here's the up, upcoming dated G.I. Joe products uh, for 22 and 23. This is going in revert. This is no particular order. G.I. Joe classified series Vipers and Office or an Officer Trooper Builder three pack coming out March of 2023. Okay. G.I. Joe classified Tomax action figure May 2023. Really? Yes. Tomax. Yes. Classified Zamot. Yes. So we're getting tam- Tomax and Zamot. Six inch figs. Mm-hmm. Uh classified the classified series. Lonzo Wilkinson, aka Stalker. Yes. May of 2023. This one's right up your alley. Transformers collaborative yes. G.I. Joe mashup Megatron his tank with three and three quarter inch O-ring Cobra Baroness figure. January 2023. I want. I want. I know it's a whole year before it comes out. G.I. Joe Retro so Collection cool. Cobra Officer and Cobra Trooper 2-Pack. Oh, look. I got a picture of this uh, Tomax and Zaymont. They mm-hmm. look amazing. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Walmart CollectorCon exclusives coming this spring. Retro Card Back Classified Series 6-Inch Baroness. Uh, all these are retro card backs. Uh, classified series six inch Destro, Gung Ho, and Lady J. So all these are going to be the six inch figures, but on retro card backs, a larger size. Uh, upcoming long lead previews. Classified series Zorana. Yeah. This looks that's, great. Uh, that's awesome. Dusty. Crimson, uh, Dusty. Crimson Guard. Nice. Python Patrol Viper. Huh. Tiger Force Rakondo. Bazooka. Oh, I used to love Bazooka. Kamakura and Dr. Mindbender. 
stuck a mind bender. Yes. Now, Super 7 G.I. Joe reaction figures, Wave 3. We have Firefly, Snake Eyes, Baroness, Cobra Commander, Roadblock, Flint, and a Troop Builder assortment. Know what I haven't seen in any of this? Shipwreck. Not yet, no. Not yet. And he was a major part of the cartoon. Yeah, he was. And remember, we had Neil Ross on the show. Mm-hmm. So, either bring him back in a, in a three-quarter inch retro or, or O-ring, or bring him out in a, in a six-inch classified. Uh, finally, IDW continues his publishing efforts with G.I. Joe, Real American Hero. Saturday Morning Adventures, a special send-up of the classic cartoon with a monthly miniseries from the creative team of writer Eric Burnham, artist Schoenberg, and colorist Luis Antonio Delgado. IDW will also publish a 40th anniversary special comic that includes 22 artists reimagining Larry Hama's G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, number 21. So one important note to detail or one important detail to note is the world's still in the midst of a global shipping crisis. And uh, we're looking at all very long lead times for most of these. Hence why hitting stores between January to May of next year of 2023. Yeah. So, yeah, these troop builders. I don't know about the Viper and the Viper officer. I was never into the Vipers. Oh, I love the Vipers. Love them. Yeah, do the same thing with the Cobra officer and two two Cobra troopers. I'd be all over that. I I love that. (laughs) Maybe some bats. I'd be okay with bats. Yeah, I'd love to see some bats. So, and then um, we also see from Hasbro, first look at plastic-free collectibles packaging for G.I. Joe Classified with the uh, the Cobra Viper officer viper officer and vipers packaging it's all plastic free it looks great mm. so instead of a plastic window displaying the contents it comes in a closed box that features original character artwork the artwork looks amazing yeah i wonder who did it i don't know um then uh so yeah that's where we're coming i think that's pretty cool i think mattel mattel was doing that with their uh Disney doll, Disney princess dolls before they lost the contract. Mm. And then to wrap up collectibles for this week, again, coming from the pop insider, uh, McFarlane toys schedules an online winter showcase event, uh, which apparently is happening right now, 25th through 26th. Hmm. Um, so let's let hit their Instagram, see what was announced today. Actually, I may need to hit their, uh, their Facebook page. Uh, do facebook instead hopefully they kept it up uh new kickstarter soon uh looks like something to do with spawn of course (laughs) um bunch of new spawn figures coming looks like one two three four um there's a deluxe set ninja spawn oh okay i see what this is now never mind so we are looking at raven spawn small hook overkill spawn deluxe set Ninja Spawn and Haunt, all available for pre-order. These these look amazing. But what I mean, I wasn't expecting anything less from McFarlane. Oh yeah, some cool so, stuff uh, there. Yeah, I'll have to see if I can find when they uh, do what time they do day two, and maybe put that up on the website for people to, to watch. Hmm. Okay, they released this back in February, uh, February seventeenth. 
Riddler and Batman in boxing gloves are available for pre-order now from Target. <laughs> it's from the episode of when Batman and Riddler <laughs> were boxing. <laughs> All right. This would be a fun set to have. This, this Riddler would be a fun one to have. <laughs> and it's based on the classic 66, uh, 66 series. What do you mean unavailable for purchase? Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh oh is right. Pre order now. It's eighteen bucks. Oh <laughs> have you seen this thing? No. And they have a regular retro oh. He did do a retro Batman sixty six Riddler six inch. Oh mm. I'm starting to like McFarlane more. <laughs> oh, yes, have mercy. Yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with that. I, I I'm perfectly okay with that. But this <laughs> this Riddler in boxing. Do I need to send you the link for this? Sure. As I send you the link through Skype chat. This is awesome. This is awesome. This looks great. It's got the action. It's got the word balloons, reaction balloons attached to the arms. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Oh, Eartha Kit, Catwoman too. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm happy with this. Mm-hmm. I, I was afraid when, he, when I heard he was going to be doing some of the DC stuff. No, I, I'm I'm excited and happy. Everything I've seen of the DC stuff has been pretty good. So yeah, yeah. He comic book creator turned uh, toy creator. Can't mean <laughs> some great stuff. Mm-hmm. No, who who would have thought he he has done amazing with that? Yeah, he really has. I mean, I I remember getting into getting in with him uh, with his hockey stuff when he was doing hockey figures, sports figures. Which I see he's not doing anymore. But he was doing baseball, football, hockey. Um, he has some great stuff going. Oh, he's got Warhammer 40k stuff too. No way. Yep. I will say though, I mean, he's got uh, anime. I don't. I'm looking at his anime. Their anime stuff. I don't think they. They're nice, but they're not Bandai. Mm. They are not Bandai. Yeah. Like I said, they look great, but I, I like the Bandai stuff better. Speaking of which, there's two new uh, Bandai figures out or for One Piece. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I had to pick them up eventually so I could continue the set because I think that's a set I want to keep collecting. So, um, so yeah, that's all I have for collectibles. Nice. Uh, so I guess going backwards, I'll go into streaming next. Percy Jackson, this is from comic. The rest of these are coming from comicbook.com. Uh, Percy Jackson creator reveals production start date, and it's sooner than you think. After two polarizing film installments, the Percy Jackson franchise is about to be adapted once again with a live-action series poised to debut on Disney+. Plus. Did you ever watch the, the, the two films? Mm-mm. Nope. They weren't bad. I'm not really familiar with the franchise at all. They were books originally, right? Yeah, they're books. Um, I watched the first films. I watched the two films. I mean, they weren't bad. I enjoyed them. I had fun with them. Hmm. Um, interesting concepts. Um, but I've heard the fans of the books don't like the movies, but that's always the case. I mean, I was that way initially with Jurassic Park. It's like, uh, you were so close, but, but I love the Jurassic Park films too. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was, I read the Jurassic Park book and like, two days so i loved it and the movie was 
different in a lot of ways, but it's still a good movie. Yeah. Well, it's, it's sort of like Ready Player One. I enjoyed the book, <laughs> but a lot of people jumped all over the movie. And it's like, uh, you got to remember, there's a lot of references in the book, the pop culture stuff that they can't Spielberg yeah, couldn't can't get the it. license for. That's why there's so much Spielberg referencing in it. Anything that wasn't public domain, mm-hmm. he he backfilled with his stuff. He had to. Great. And I think it's okay. So um, on Wednesday, Rick Riordan um, posted about visiting, because uh, he's the, the author of the fantasy novels, um, posted about visiting Los Angeles for work on Percy Jackson and the Olympians and shared details about the latest pre-production updates. Among them was a hint that filming for the television series would occur in Vancouver this summer and prep and prep work is underway. It's called pre-production on the show's sets and costumes. Mm-hmm. Riordan also revealed that he got to see in-person chemistry read auditions for the show's main stars. Uh, so quotes from him. This means we brought together different combinations of young actors. We identified as interesting candidates for the roles of Percy, Annabeth, and Grover, and had them read through scenes together to see how they how they interacted. It was informative and exciting, and though we have come to no decisions yet, the process is moving along well. Seeing these actors take on the roles in person made me appreciate once again how talented and capable middle school kids can be when given a chance to shine. They were all amazing. So he's going with a younger cast, but they're going with a younger cast. So is this a, a new movie, like a reboot then? No. Not a continuation of the other? Film? I think it's a reboot. Uh-uh. Um, when asked about the process of adapting the series for Disney+, Plus, um, because having everyone together to align our visions for the show was extremely helpful. And I think a lot of the confusion was resolved, speaking for my own confused self anyway. Good news is we have leadership. The leadership is all in, as they put it, about making the show and doing it right. A lot of them have kids who have grown up with Percy Jackson, too, so they get it. Uh, They get that there are millions and millions of you out there who are waiting excitedly to see Percy Jackson come to life in a new way. We felt supported and heard, and I'm more confident than ever that this show is moving forward as it needs to. We We all have made a difference you always do showing up on social media, sharing your excitement for the show. Disney sees you. They have heard you and they want to do right by you, Percy fans. That for me is priority one. So I'm happy. I believe this is a reboot because of the fact that now he himself was not, I mean, they, they kind of took the films the right way or the first film wasn't bad, but maybe the second film, he, I don't know. Maybe it was one of those scenarios. He, he was, he pulled a, um, Alan Moore. There we go. Pulled an Alan Moore on, uh, mm. on folks. So, so yeah. Maybe I'll have to check this one out then. I think the films are still worth watching. So you kind of get familiar with the franchise. But if this is going to be a reboot as well, I would say, yes, the film would be worth watch. The films would be worth watching just so you can say you enjoyed the film. I mean, <laughs> so you can say you saw the films and you now see how it goes. Are, are they on Disney Plus I, right now? or I don't know. Hold that thought real quick. Sorry, I had to uh, let one of the dogs out. Ah. Uh-huh. Yep. yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, I, I'm not exactly sure. I'll have to look into it. Yeah. So, um, 
trying to think what else. I, I, I've gotten distracted while I'm waiting on the dog. Uh, have you been watching Peacemaker? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, it's over now, but... <laughs> oh, it was so... I... I That was awesome. I That was awesome. I will say... In my humble opinion, it's the best thing to come out of uh, the DCEU. Yeah. I I think it's funny, too. James Gunn came out and said, after Guardians 3, he's essentially done with movies. He's just going to focus on television. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) I think if he can keep doing stuff like this, then sure. Yeah. Why does he need movies anymore after this? I know he's doing money. He's doing another spinoff from the Suicide Squad movie yet, but they they haven't announced what yet. Ah, well, James Gunn explains how they deal with helmet reflections during production. Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good uh, topic. So uh, somebody wrote, how do you deal with reflections? And the tweet was, at James Gunn, how did you deal with reflections in at DC Peacemaker's helmet while shooting. Good question. His reply, we often have to remove the camera crew digitally. Mm. Okay. Makes sense. Because with, with as shiny as yeah. they were, it would be hard to, you you, you couldn't do the, the typical, well, throw a little uh, sunscreen on it to help cut the reflection. Because mm. you're still, you're still going to get reflection and then it won't look as, as chrome or as shiny as you need it to be. So it's just mm-hmm. almost easier to just pull it out. So, uh, and of course, Peacemaker is coming back for season two. Yay! And I want to say congrats to uh, James Gunn and one of his cast members. Um, I can't think of her name. Oh, yeah. They oh, are engaged. Oh, oh. Yes, it's Jennifer Holland. The actress who played uh, Harcourt in the show. Jennifer yes. Holland. It's right here in the story. It just went next. <laughs> um, so uh and then that's awesome i love that in a recent interview with tv line holland explained why the fight sequences were the hardest for her to film while making peacemaker she goes the fight sequences namely the ones in upcoming episodes which i can't really talk too much about were the most challenging physically um they required so much intense rehearsal and you get a little taste of what of that sort of stuff that the stunt actor that does to these stunt actor bodies. I'm only spending collectively over the course of the season, maybe four weeks out of six months of shooting in the gym, rehearsing fight sequences and stunts, things like that. But this is, but that's what these stunt people do every single day. And it takes a toll on your body. Hey, we know a couple stunt people. One's one of our co-hosts over on Wookie radio. Uh, <laughs> towards the end of the shoot, I had time when my back was totally messed up. I had done this one stunt over and over again, where I sort of had to flip over and land on my back. And I think that's what I did. You know, I had a great time. It's really awesome to be able to meld that athleticism and all of my history with gymnastics with what I love to do as an actress. Hmm. So, yeah, very cool. Very cool. And then my last story of that I have, again, from comicbook.com, Galactic Tales tells new stories featuring Mace Windu and Jango Fett. The official Star Wars magazine, Star Wars Insider, celebrates the 20th anniversary of Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Really? 20 years? Wow. Yeah. 20, yeah. 2022? That was 2023. No, 2022. It was 2022 and then 20, 2005? 
Is that the way it broke down? I know it wasn't 2004. It's got to be 2005. You want to check that while I'm doing the story? Looking. So, they've, uh, so yeah, they're celebrating the 20th anniversary of clones with Galactic Tales, a series of four new short stories featuring fan-favorite heroes and villains to be published in Star Wars Insider, beginning with issue 209. I just got a new Star Wars. Hey, I just got my new Star Wars Insider, and it is... 209. Um, see, being a subscriber, you get it early. Um, the four works of short fiction are set in the era of the Clone Wars, which tells tales about popular characters inspired by the movie. Jedi Master Mace Windu, played by Samuel L. Jackson, Bounty Hunters Jango Fett, Tamara Morrison, and Zing, Zam Weasel, Leanne Walsman. We should try and get her on Wookiee Radio. Um, cool. And Dex Diner's operator, Dexter Jetster, from who was Ronald Falk. And episode three villain, General Grievous, Matthew Wood. Um, It's always great whenever there's an opportunity to celebrate the saga through original fiction in the rich, fertile storytelling ground provided during the time of Attack of the Clones is some of the most robust in any era, says Brett Rector, senior editor of Lucasfilm Publishing. Uh, and to engage our audience, I can't think of any better way to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the movie than working with amazing auth- the authors that we have lined up for these new tales. So, um, so we have, uh, I, um, just I a quick little interruption. Uh-huh. Um, Attack of the Clones was 2002 and Revenge of the Sith was 2005. Okay. And if I remember right, um, Phantom Menace was 2000. Yes. So, um, you have any stories? Checking. Checking. Check, yes. <laughs> this is a funny one. So, the company Shout Factory has acquired the distribution rights to ALF, the 80s TV series. I heard this. About an alien life form. Yes. Um, so they're going to be... So ALF was a series that ran on NBC from 80, 1986 to 1990. Yeah. And also had an animated series, if you'll recall. Yeah. Um, so Shout Factory has partnered with Alien Productions on the deal. And the plan is to bring the ALF titles to digital entertainment platforms in the U.S., including all 102 episodes of the live-action series and the 26 episodes of the animated series. Uh, Also, 21 episodes of the animated ALF Tales, which I'm not sure what that is, and the TV movie Project ALF. You said animated feature ALF Tales? Yes. I think that was a one-off, like, direct-to-DVD movie, or direct-to-video movie. Series, yeah. Yeah. And in addition to that, they're looking at possibly doing some new stuff with Alf, although they haven't specified. Well, didn't didn't Alf wasn't he recently in a commercial uh, in some commercials like in the last couple of years? I'm not sure. I f- feel like there was definitely something. Yeah, there had to be something. Oh, I can't can't think of what it is Me either. So well. Any other stories you got? That's all I got. Yes. One one more fun little story. 
Um, one. So <laughs> it looks like going back to DC. Um, it looks like they're working on doing a movie that will come directly to HBO Max, starring the Wonder Twins. Live, and, uh, live action or animated? Live action, yes. Really? Live action. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is currently in the works with a goal of debuting on, on HBO Max. Uh, it's going to be written by Adam Zeitz. That is a difficult name to pronounce. Zeitkiel, something like that, Who who's also done the upcoming Black Adam movie. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, he also did Due Date and Scoob. And, uh, the Wonder Twins, for people who do not, who are younger than we are, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> were characters that were, we used to watch on the old Super Friends cartoon. And they were twin, alien twins from the planet Exor. Yeah. Um, and they had, they used to, they had rings, right, that they used yep. to put together? Yep. And they said, Wonder Twin powers activate. Shit. And Zan, the male twin, could <laughs> had the ability to transform into any form of water. And Jaina, the female, could turn into any animal. So, uh, yeah, they're doing a uh, live-action film yep. for the Wonder Twins. Uh, I don't see any word here on whether or not Gleek the monkey will be in the film, but I imagine he would have to be. I would hope so. He was... He he was a big part of of them. Uh, I I would hope so. So uh, there, there you go. All you Wonder Twin fans can rejoice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's it's odd, but interesting in in some sort of way. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't say whether it's going to be a comedy or a more serious film, but I imagine it would have to kind of be a comedy of sorts or. Not not necessarily comedy, but at least more on the lighter side. Right. Well, I, I'm scanning here. Um, you ever seen the movie Slapshot? Long time ago. Can you believe it's been 45 years? Wow. I would love... episodes make me feel really old. <laughs> Weeby Geeks, episode four. What did I say this was? 424. The age spots are coming. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Ain't I sh- that the truth? I should reach out and see if we can get the Hanson brothers on the show. The Han, the Hanson brothers from Slapshot. Oh, I thought you meant the Hanson. The no, not not Mbop. Mbop. I'm talking putting on the foil. <laughs> I'm talking putting on the foil. So, um, why did you bring up Slapshot? Forty-five years, forty-fifth anniversary of its release is this year. <sighs> wow. Yeah, I, I like I said, I'm gonna have to try and find uh, see if I get get them on the show. That'd be cool. I, I that could be real fun. We'll, we'll have to foil up if we do. <laughs> Keep the elbows high, like Gord, like Gordy. I'm gonna have to rewatch that. Yeah, if we do. Oh it's yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen it. <laughs> I own it on DVD. So, um, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I may have. May, 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 may. I may have the second one too. I don't think I do though. I don't have the third one. So uh any other stories? That's all I got. 
I got nothing else. Any final thoughts? Other than feeling old? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) All you whippersnappers out there. Mm -hmm. You kids stay off my lawn. (laughs) Um, Since you got nothing else, I got nothing else. All I can say is a a day. Oh, why am I not? I don't always remember that. A day without anything geek is a day worth sleeping through. So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.